Namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhassa Namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhassa Namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhassa Buddham dhammam sangham namasami I kind of have a reputation for being taking time to speak and um, also I didn't uh, uh, try to prepare some kind of a uh, theme but uh, just speak something in general and um, as we uh, are aware of, there have been quite a few uh, disrobles in the community recently, and uh, uh, some more. Uh, in the line, in the queue. So this uh, always uh, brings uh, thoughts why people leave and uh, is something wrong with uh, uh, the place, with the teachers, or something wrong with them? Is something wrong with me? I, am I different? Or? And I remember years ago someone said to one of the monastics, people ordain because they want to be happy and people disrobe because they want to be happy. And uh, that person actually also is wrong. So all these uh, wise reflections doesn't don't prevent you from falling into some kind of uh, trap. And uh, this is what I hear from people who have doubts or who decided to leave and wanting to be happy. They may not say it like that, but uh, 
the way they speak, the way they talk about their plans, or what they were lacking in the monastic life, happiness. And when we say happy, what do we actually mean? Some kind of uh, joy, enjoyment. When we encounter the Buddha's teaching, we read or hear about uh, end of suffering, cessation of suffering. Maybe that's happiness. But then uh, we may be spending some time in the robes, meditating, or maybe not so much meditating, but uh, kind of uh, doing things and uh, looking back, looking at ourselves, can we say that our suffering has uh, ceased? Or did it uh, just change? Maybe the cause has changed, but we still suffer. Do we experience joy in the monastic life? Joy is uh, the word joy related to the word enjoyment. Enjoyment as uh, perhaps uh, opening to an experience Absorbing it, taking it in, becoming that experience. When we experience something, some happiness, something joyful, we don't uh, think of ourselves Our self has uh, kind of dissolved in that uh, joy, in the experience. So we don't feel burden or kind of pressure, suffering. We don't feel the Yeah, the word pressure, stress, is the the best. The best describing the experience of uh, us when we 
uh, have no joy, no happiness. And um, when we <clears throat> when we observe our experience, when we are when we aware of what is happening with us, when enjoyment. Ceases when the joy ceases. When uh, something that we have uh, loved and uh, taken in became became that ceases, what happens to us? And I'm not talking about uh, simple pleasures of uh, having ice cream in the afternoon, something we have enjoyed yesterday. Someone offered a special vegan ice cream, allowable for the monks, no milk. So when you when you finish your ice cream, it's like okay, let's go and do something different now. When. Uh, We become something when we have enjoyed some. Role. Some aspect of life. Some experience, something that became part of us. something that we have identified with. It's kind of a funny word, it's like identify, as if I'm actually doing something to identify with myself. It's, uh, it happens actually without uh, me noticing it. Before you know where you are, you're already trapped. You're already a work monk or somebody else and it's uh, it's too late but then you kind of people see you that way you feel responsible you want to uh, keep certain standard maybe 
So when we are separated, when we lose something that we taken as ours, taken as uh, this is me, this is uh, this is what I am, this is what I do. Something we have enjoyed. Then our experience is grief. Whether it's uh, small, short, long, intensive, sadness, Sometimes we don't uh, we don't notice that it's uh, it's our own sort of a loss that causes that grief. It's uh, we may assign it to somebody else like this it's because of them because they changed you don't love me anymore that's why I I'm sad and suffering or maybe monastic life doesn't love me anymore and uh, lost inspiration and then uh, we may experience that sort of uh, sense of uh, sadness or something. I don't know, I never actually uh, lost that identity, you can say. But I have seen it in people, people who once left and and became lost in the neither world, nor a lay person, nor a monk. Having lost uh, maybe meaning in life, You can say maybe identity, but uh, you probably don't think like that. It's more a meaning. And uh, can you sort of uh, should should we be trying to to stop people or should we be trying to do something to keep them 
or should we just uh, uh, accept the sadness of someone living? Our sadness that uh, someone is leaving, maybe someone you didn't, uh, you, you did uh, have some friendship or we may be inspired by. Or should we simply observe, no, this is how it is. I remember speaking with monks who tell, well, you've got to make your life, monastic life, enjoyable. And it's true, when something is enjoyable, when we enjoy doing something, we give ourselves to it. We become that thing, or that role, or that uh, uh, action. So we give ourselves to it. And uh, that's why we can do it well. If you fully are something, maybe a parent or an abbot, a mother, or a disciple, patak, then you can do it well. If you are not fully with that, then obviously you're not doing it uh, 100%. But uh, what does it mean enjoying monk's life, monastic life? Does it mean having allowable ice cream every afternoon? Does it mean uh, you can uh, stay in bed until breakfast or have uh, allowable pleasures? to keep your life easy. Probably not. Because that's not what monks monastic life is about. That's not what uh, the monastic order is uh, established for. It's not for sense pleasures. Not for becoming. Not to resent or kind of run away from uh, your kind of lay life. Sufferings of and pleasures of lay life.
That's not what you ordained for. And uh, then what, what is it, the enjoyment of the monastic life then? Enjoyment of a samana, what we can think of? And of course, first thing comes to mind, enjoyment of solitude. Solitude, uh, not just being alone in your room, relaxing, being yourself. But also solitude of uh, quietness. Not uh, feeling consciousness awareness with the clutter, with the things to to see, to listen, to read, to think about. And uh, Basically, it means to enjoy that which is not uh, connected to senses, sense pleasures, to find joy outside of sense pleasures, joy in uh, solitude, in uh, stillness, enjoying the happiness of Stillness. But to enjoy that, we need to know it. We need to actually meet it, like see it, experience it, notice it. And it's not like it's uh, somewhere far away or result of uh, hard work something constructed it's uh, here and now within uh, this uh, experience of uh, oneself it's not separated. But because it's not uh, something to see or to touch, to, to take hold, to keep, it's... Uh, First is easy to miss, and the uh, second, it's uh, 
cannot be kept as an achievement, as some kind of a trophy. So noticing is uh, basically the the way you can say to notice means to to be presence, to be conscious, to be paying attention, to be aware of something, to be... Uh, not to be absent-minded, not to be distracted, not to be absorbed into something, not to be taken by emotions or likes, dislikes, cravings, resentments. Sleepiness. So there is a hope for those who have faith that uh, there is the unborn, uncreated, unoriginated. It can be recognized, noticed when uh, attention is not uh, taken away by some obstructions, when uh, there is no enjoyment of uh, sense pleasures. So we, we can actually make effort to experience life, sensual life, and uh, not uh, be absorbed in it, not be, you can say, not enjoying it, but be simply aware of it, keeping uh, equanimity, keeping uh, somewhat disengagement, you can say. knowing things, states, as they arise and as they cease. And then having notice, 
noticed the stillness within you, then uh, enjoy it. As I said, it isn't something which cannot be kept or, or possessed. And there are times when we can forget and uh, be stirred up by uh, emotions, our conditioning. But then uh, physical solitude can bring back the our, you can say, hierarchy of uh, values, our priorities. And then we can uh, put aside that which is less significant, less important, and uh, pay attention to what is the priority. putting aside our roles, our preferences, likes, dislikes, relationships, friendships, commitments, animosities. It doesn't mean that we can sort of just wish it away, but uh, we can make it our conscious wish to to not identify with it, to not be that. And over time there is a space and a relief. So that uh, physical solitude, being, uh, being on your own, not engaging with, uh, in your mind with stuff, clutter, not cluttering it, allows then uh, awareness to notice that which is uh, not, you can say, not this from this world. And it's not an object. It's not something that you can... It's uh, simply stillness, peace. And then whatever thoughts of uh, uh, doubt, when they arise, they can be seen as uh, just a thought. 
and not uh, believed, not uh, identified with. Obviously, sometimes we we want some kind of uh, immediate uh, relief from our uh, pains and frustrations. Maybe we feel somehow uh, disadvantaged. Or maybe we can feel that something is uh, wrong happening and we need to, if we fix it, then we feel relief, we feel better. So there is room for that, obviously. But uh, it cannot replace that uh, goal of the monk's life, monastic life, that was taught by the Lord Buddha. It can only be something temporary, not on the top of our priority list. And that's why patience is the the highest practice. Because it allows, without us trying to fix things, fix that which hurts, it allows us to, to live and uh, not prevent our experience of uh, not pu- not put obstacles to our experience of uh, stillness So that's more or less what I, what comes to mind when uh, uh, thinking about this. And I would say, when we come to, say, when we come to ordain, searching for happiness, we don't really know what we're looking for. We may have some idea we may have some intuition. Often we have some faith. We have read or heard teachings. 
but because we don't know, it uh, makes it more difficult. If you don't know what you're looking for, somehow after a while the enthusiasm tends to wear off. But uh, if you know what actually prevents you from seeing what you're looking for, then uh, you can actually make effort here. Putting effort to wear off or loosen things that prevent So we, we learn what uh, supports wakefulness, what supports uh, gladness, that allows this peace of mind and just uh, joy of life without any uh, having to have anything. Allows you, like innocence, like not uh, not having done anything bad or not having hurt anyone, that sort of innocence that allows one to feel carefree, not burdened by sins or memories, guilt. be positive without having to try to be positive. And that allows enjoyment of uh, just being here and now. That would uh, give you actually nice meditation, nice peaceful meditation. And if you have a bit of luck, then notice the peace that is within yourself all the time, unconditioned. <laughs>